Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Wait, Moshe, how did Rogue um, Tobacco Pouches not have a sponsor for you yet? You've gone through so That's many That's fair, actually. Uh, welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Um, are we taping? We're taping. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Rogue Nicotine Pouches. They're like chewing tobacco, but without all the tobacco. It's filled with, uh, with uh, particulate, natural fiber, and flavor. This particular brand I suck upon all day long. Um, Natasha, how also, dare you? Well, let me say, those things freak me out because I made the mistake once of because it feels like it's full. So I opened it mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, it's all the gross ones. It was the nasty ones? Yeah. Let me tell you about so a product. So I'm afraid of them now and I never know if I can throw those things away or not because I don't want to open them to check if there's any new ones because I might just be hit with that. With that slime. slime. Yeah, it's pretty Them gross. slime pouches. Let me tell you a little something about a product that you use. I opened the um, cabinet today, mm-hmm. and there was a THC 3 to 1 CBD tincture mm-hmm. cream that you're supposed to, I guess, jerk off with or something. It's like an ointment. Yeah, where it's a, was that? It's a weed ointment in I the don't bathroom. Use that. And it's called, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this because they probably sue us, but it's called Papa and Barkley. Oh, that someone gave me that free, and it's like five years old. And and there's did a you pic- put it around? Did you did you? I put it around my my dong hole. I just rubbed it right on my urethra. And okay, is so is that sober? I guess is a question I was going to ask. If you only put THC tincture into your dong hole, are you still sober? <laughs> I, I'm curious. No, the I'd list, say no. If the listeners out there have any thoughts on this, no. Here's what I was going to say. The shit is called Papa and Barkley. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of a man like rough rustling his dog on the thing Mm -hmm. it seems unbelievably like it's thc ointment for dogs oh because it's it's the barkley's like the dog barkley and it mentions there's a dog (laughs) on the thing and i'm looking barkley's like a dog's name and i'm looking at the at the at the paperwork and i'm like is this for dogs and it doesn't say anywhere that this is for dogs or it's for humans i think it's a popular brand and it's not for dogs now i looked them up it's probably made by people who love dogs check this out i looked it up i'm like is this shit for dogs (laughs) and the on the papa and barkley website it both says this is not that it's very vague i think it's actually okay I'll tell you this. It was given to me it's, free and I put it in like the back of the cabinet by the bath salts. But it's it's very vague. Oh, oh by all the drugs that we do. Bath salts and <laughs> Pop and Barkley. It's very vague. On the web, Pop and Barkley website, there's a segment that says, is this for dogs? You have to go to the website. It's not anywhere on the product. <laughs> you and really were procrastinating today, And it today, says, Mish. it doesn't say no. It says THC and Pop and Barkley has not been tested on dogs. And then another <laughs> segment on... The website says that there's research that that CBD is good for dog anxiety. Here's what I think. (laughs) Papa and Barkley is a secret Trojan horse product for dog, weed product for dogs, but they're not legally allowed to say it. Right. They're they're trying to get that passed. Yeah. They're trying to get you to rub rub that weed on your dog's chest. Oh, my God. That's what we should do with Pablo. I know. I was thinking that very same thing. But I hope we don't get a like sued by Papa and Barkley. Just for the record, Papa and Barkley officially do not recommend that you put their weed slather 
their weed grime or what, it, what their weed paste on top of your dog only on its dick hole. All right. Well, uh, thanks for that. Secrets? Yeah, let's hear some secrets. Thanks for that, Mosh. You're welcome. I mean, anytime. <laughs> You're the one that has it in the f- mother freaking. You got all kinds of ointments, all kinds of weed ointments. You got a Willie Nelson ointment somewhere. Well, people give them to you for for presents. Yeah, because nobody's buying the ointment. How many people out there are buying the ointment? I've given them to your mom a lot because she has arthritis. Mm-hmm. I've never really tried them. Oh, there was like a oh. sexual one I have. You gave that one to my mom? No, but it was like a gel that you... It was a lube. Wait, why? Oh, I know why we don't... I've never tried it on you. Because I'm a square. Because you're sober. And I was right. like, oh, I can't. But I actually would like to try... How do I try that? Find a, find a lover. Go to a, go to a uh, Cypress Wait, Hill concert. Wait, you can't do that? <laughs> and find somebody to slather you down. Wait, so is what if it's in me? It would be on me and in my dick hole. Mm. And I would probably get high. I mean, isn't that the idea with a weed lube that you would both get high? Mm. Yeah, I hear you. I wonder if it works. I never hear people talking about it. It's probably a scam. Well, yeah, let us know if the ointments work. And, uh, and that question about sobriety with the D-hole. <laughs> and uh, let's hear some secrets. Okay. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. Uh, I've been listening for a couple months now, and I have a secret I want to share. A couple years ago, when I graduated high school, <clears throat> my dad was taking pictures of me and my friends, um, and he's just the type that never sends photos, so I really wanted the pictures, and so uh, the day after, <laughs> I saw his phone charging on his nightstand, um, and he was he and my mom were running an errand, so I thought, well, let me just go on his phone and send the pictures to myself. <laughs> So when I go into his photo album, I see a picture of my mom <laughs> fucking his dick. Um, and I just immediately put the phone down. I didn't even send myself the pictures. And I have never told anybody except my boyfriend. Thanks. Bye. I mean, it's kind of a happy ending, though, because it's like... Definitely a happy ending for him. It wasn't her dad cheating on the mom or doing right. something... That would have been worse. It would have been a lot worse if it was like, and it was a picture of all of the other girls in the original picture sucking my dad's dick. Right. Like, I'm glad that it was, they're still in love. Natasha just made a grimace at that joke. You know what? The other day we were watching Euphoria. You're so square now that you're, that you're a mom. The other day we were watching Euphoria and she was like, she was like, don't you worry, this will happen to our daughter. And I was like, No. She's like, why not? I'm like, well, she's four, and this is a fictional HBO series. <laughs> but fentanyl use is up among teenagers, and uh, it glamorizes a little bit, uh, and like maybe it'll make like kids. When you see, or maybe that's the future. Maybe it's not the. It, it doesn't matter what what people are putting out there in oh entertainment. It when, could just be happening like that. When maybe you, when you see Evil Knievel do a jump, do you worry about our daughter becoming an extreme motorcyclist? I don't agree that it's the same thing. <laughs> I think that people. What is this? Uh, what does this fictional TV show have to do with our child's future? A lot of p- people have fucked up lives. I just feel like gun violence is on the rise. Do you think she'll get shot? <laughs> I hope not. You know what the most likely case of how she'll get into drugs is? Honestly, it's not from watching Euphoria. From going into our bathroom and slathering on Papa and Barkley THC tincture. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it'll still be in there when she's it's like 40 16. year old popping Barclays tincture. <laughs> It'd be okay. kind of cool to make a fentanyl tincture, like a fentanyl cream. Mm, I'm sure that exists. No, does it? We should start that. <laughs> Did you see it said fentanyl uh, was up like 1000% or fentanyl purchases? Um, I don't think anyone should do fentanyl. I don't even understand what it is. I don't know. And why either. do kids do it? Just yeah, why scary. Do, here's what I don't understand. That's they, why I'm saying like maybe that's like a new thing and it's... Yeah, but uh, it, it, heroin was a new thing in the 2000s, but I don't think four-year-olds four were I at don't risk. think a four-year-old is at risk. I'm just saying maybe in like a decade, I would be worried. Yeah, totally. What if in a decade she falls from a mountain? <laughs> I mean, that's, a lot of bad stuff might happen. All right. I think she's going to be fine. She's doing push-ups right now. Our daughter's strong, powerful woman. More likely than her getting hooked on fentanyl that she will be the first female um, under 18 astronaut to travel to Mars. That's what I see in her. That would be cool. She might get a neck tattoo, though. P slash B. What's that? Papa and (laughs) Barkley. Okay, let's hear another one. Natasha and Moshe, um, I am a student of history in college right now and I have been procrastinating my finals by doing some fun um, family research and I found a newspaper article that says my uncle when he was five years old um, shot and killed another girl who was also five years old and I've never heard anyone in my family mention this. I don't know if my mother knows her brother did this because she was not born at the time. And I am not sure how to bring it up to her or if I should ever bring it up to her. So yeah, that's my secret. Do you think that might happen to our daughter? (laughs) She might shoot and kill another five-year-old next year when she turns five. All right, here's my answer to her who just called in is I would definitely like not be in the same room as the uncle as much as no, possible. It was an accident, obviously. It wasn't like he was I a would just chucky. avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not tell the mom. Why would you avoid the uncle? He was a, it was an accident. That must be a heavy load to carry that you were a murderer but you were 5. Do you think you remember? He probably blocked it out. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. I, I would still avoid him. Why? Instincts. Interesting. He might kill again. He has know. the taste of blood. I don't know. I'm just saying, unless they're really close. Mm. That's fascinating advice, Natasha. <laughs> avoid your uncle. Never speak to him again. He went through his extreme trauma when he was five, and it's time for you to cut ties with him. But it's not her place to tell her mom. I kind of agree with you on that. Why not just why not just let your mom yeah, they're all living in, and her, the mom probably knows. It's probably just like a family secret they don't talk about. Right. Think of it this way. If you were in charge of whether or not to talk about the five-year-old murderer, would you bring it up? It's yeah. probably like nobody wants to talk about it because there's nothing to say. Pretty tragic. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. You know what? Let us know. <laughs> okay. Can we do one more? Yeah. Hey, Tasha Mosh. Um, My secret is that when I was a a young boy, so probably... 13, 14, 15, I was coming into terms with my sexuality as being a gay man, and I had this weird thing, because my parents are crazy, where I couldn't jerk off at home, because 
I just felt shame about it. And I had this neighbor and they would always go out of town. They were like the rich family. And because I was one of their daughter's friends, they would ask me to come over and like feed their cat and like mow their lawn or like whatever needed to happen. And I would go up into, you know, pre Google nest or whatever, uh, I would go up into one of their daughter's rooms and they were rich and the girls were popular and they had early 2000s and they had these Abercrombie and Fitch like bags. And back then those bags had just like essentially naked men all over them. You, you, you remember. And I would sit on the floor in their daughter's bedroom and I would jerk off the completion to these men. And, uh, and that's, like, I was so traumatized. That's, like, all the only time I would jerk off. So whenever they would ask me, like, hey, uh, would you mind uh, house-sitting for us uh, this weekend? We're going away again. And I'd be like, of course. I would love to. <laughs> they would pay me, but I didn't give a shit about getting paid. I really just cared about jerking off to guys in a place that was not my house. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, XO, bye. So when you're a young lad and you got to jerk off all the time, are you like always trying to find like privacy? I mean, I was just thinking like this is how powerful gay shame and homophobia can be that they stop the most powerful force in the universe, which is a teenage boy's desire to jerk off. Like mm. the fact that he was so ashamed that he would wait for weeks, months at a time before he could go spray his load all over an Abercrombie bag. That is very powerful stuff. Oh, he wasn't even jerking off at all. No, only time he would jerk off is over at the neighbor's house. I see. To completion, he said. By the way, mm-hmm. a lot of people jerking off to not to completion. I I would I remember masturbating when I was little, but not having like something in front of me. You could still do it. Oh yeah, well totally. But you know, I mean, he wanted to he wanted to look at those abs. I mean, it, it is funny too how innocent the stuff you need to look at to get aroused when you're a teen. You know, it's like by the time you turn thirty, you know, it's like right. oh, the Abercrombie bag ain't gonna do. It's gonna have to be, you know, hardcore fisting, gagula, Papa and Bargley <laughs> smeared everywhere, whatever. I mean, have you ever felt ashamed of yourself for masturbating? Maybe like really young. Me and Pablo never have. Well, Mosh, it's been nice talking to you. Oh, you want to bail? Uh, I would like anyone else who has a secret to call our hotline at 213-222-8608. Give us an email, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail. And also hit us up on Instagram, endlesshoneymoonpod. You can find us on Apple. You can see us on YouTube. We'd love to see you at any of our upcoming live shows. So come see us. Buy your tickets now. Bye-bye. Hey, Tosh. Yeah. Love you. I love you too.